Good morning, and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Monday, January 29th. On today's show, we'll discuss how Purdy and the 49ers rallied from 17 down to beat the Lions and reach the Super Bowl, and how Corda beat Co to win her ninth LPGA title. Plus, we'll give you a first look at the 49ers-Chiefs matchup with early Super Bowl picks, big questions, and matchups to know. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with an exciting update from the world of sports. The San Francisco 49ers have managed to keep their Super Bowl dreams alive after overcoming a 17-point halftime deficit to the Detroit Lions. The 49ers rallied to a 34-31 victory over Detroit in the NFC Championship game on Sunday. This victory denies the Lions their first Super Bowl appearance and sets up the 49ers for a rematch with the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl LV8. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about this dramatic comeback by the 49ers? Absolutely, David. The 49ers were trailing by 17 points at halftime, but they didn't let that deter them. They managed to score 27 straight points, tying with the 2012 version of the 49ers for the biggest comeback in NFC Championship game history. This victory gives the 49ers a chance to compete for their sixth Lombardi Trophy. What was the turning point for the 49ers in this game? The third quarter was pivotal for the 49ers. Wide receiver Brandon Ayuk and quarterback Brock Purdy really stepped up, with Purdy overcoming a rough first half to decimate the Lions with his arm and his legs. He had a pair of 21-yard scrambles in key moments, finishing with 48 yards on five carries, and completing 20 of 31 passes for 267 yards. What about the 49ers' defense? How did they fare against Detroit's running game? That was a major concern for the 49ers. Detroit's running game was dominant, and the 49ers' defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, didn't make many adjustments to counter it. Despite a third-quarter surge, the 49ers struggled to stop the run, allowing Detroit to finish with 182 yards on 29 attempts. And how did the Lions perform in this game? The Lions had a strong start, leading by 17 points at halftime. However, they couldn't maintain that momentum in the second half. They were outscored 17-0 in the third quarter, which ultimately cost them the game. This loss extends their record for the longest postseason road losing streak in NFL history. What's next for the 49ers? The 49ers will now face the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl Elva Aid on February 11th. This is a rematch of their Super Bowl showdown four years ago, where the Chiefs managed to erase their own deficit to win. The 49ers will be hoping for a different outcome this time around. Thanks for that update, Celeste. Now, let's switch gears to the world of golf. In a thrilling turn of events at the LPGA Drive-On Championship, Nellie Korda rallied to win, delaying Lydia Ko's LPGA Hall of Fame entry. Korda managed to overcome a three-stroke deficit with an eagle birdie finish, outlasting Ko on the second hole of a playoff. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about this dramatic finish? Absolutely, David. Korda's win was indeed a dramatic one. Despite wind gusts up to 30 miles per hour at Bradenton Country Club, Korda secured her victory with a three-foot par putt 
on the par 4 18th, after Coe's forefooter caught the lip and spun out. Corda herself admitted that she always seems to make it very dramatic and interesting. And what about Lydia Ko? She was on the brink of qualifying for the Hall of Fame. Yes, Ko was indeed close to qualifying for the Hall of Fame after her 20th tour victory last week at the season-opening Tournament of Champions. However, she took the loss in stride, stating that they played their hearts out until the very end and put themselves into the playoff. Can you walk us through the key moments of the game that led to Corda's victory? Certainly. Corda began Sunday's play four strokes ahead of Ko, but she dropped four strokes in a three-hole stretch. However, she managed to rally with an eagle putt across the green on 17 and an approach to a foot on 18. On the first extra trip down 18, Corda missed a 12-foot birdie try from the back fringe after Ko got up and down for par. On the second playoff hole, Corda went long to the wall and chipped to set up the winning putt. That's quite a comeback. How significant is this win for Corda? This win is quite significant for Corda. It's her ninth LPGA Tour victory and her first since the 2022 Pelican Women's Championship. Moreover, she led wire to wire for the first time in her career. She credited the home crowd for keeping her positive and in the game, even when she was down. Thanks for the insights, Michael. Now let's switch gears and talk about the upcoming Super Bowl Elf 18. The San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs are officially headed to the big game on Sunday, February 11th at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. As we count down to the big day, we're taking an early look at what to expect in this matchup. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, James. Let's start with the basics. When and where is the game? And what are the opening lines? The Super Bowl is scheduled for Sunday, February 11th at 6.30 p.m. ET. It will be held at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The opening line favors the 49ers by 2.5 points, with an over-under of 47.5. ESPN's Football Power Index predicts a 59% chance of a 49ers win by an average of 3.1 points. Both the Chiefs and the 49ers have a rich Super Bowl history. Can you give us a brief overview? Absolutely. The Chiefs are headed to their sixth Super Bowl, marking their fourth appearance in the past five seasons. The 49ers, on the other hand, are making their eighth Super Bowl appearance, but are seeking their first win since 1994. This game is a rematch of Super Bowl Live from the 2019 season, which was won by the Chiefs. Let's talk about the teams. What are the strengths and concerns for the 49ers? The 49ers boast a galaxy of stars, with a league-high nine players selected to the Pro Bowl, and seven earning first or second team All-Pro honors. They also have plenty of players and coaches with deep playoff experience. However, their recent history against the Chiefs is a concern. They lost to the Chiefs in their last Super Bowl appearance and have not defeated Kansas City in a game with Mahomes at quarterback. And what about the Chiefs? The Chiefs' biggest asset is Patrick Mahomes, who has been exceptional in the postseason. However, they have been plagued by sloppy offensive play, leading the league in dropped passes and ranking second in offensive penalties. They've managed to win in the playoffs despite these issues, but it remains to be seen how long they can continue this way. What are some key stats to know for this matchup? San Francisco's array of playmakers has been a key factor in their success. Each of their top targets leads their position in at least one category, according to ESPN's receiver tracking metrics. 
On the other hand, Mahomes had the worst statistical regular season of his career, but has excelled in other types of plays, avoiding sacks and scrambling effectively. What's the key matchup to watch in this game? One key matchup to watch is Chiefs LB Nick Bolton against 49ers RB Christian McCaffrey. The run game is a crucial part of the 49ers offense, and Bolton's ability to limit McCaffrey in early down situations could be a game changer. What are the big questions surrounding this game? For the 49ers, the question is whether they can finally break through after advancing to the NFL championship game seven times since 2011 without a single Super Bowl title. For the Chiefs, the question is whether they can continue their remarkable run and win back-to-back -back Super Bowls, a feat that has proved to be incredibly difficult. Finally, what are the early predictions for this game? Predictions are somewhat split among ESPN's experts. Some favor the Chiefs due to their strong defense and the prowess of Mahomes. Others lean towards the 49ers, citing their overwhelming playmakers and top-ranked offense. It's shaping up to be a closely contested game. Thank you, James. As we eagerly watch for more sports updates, let's turn our attention to a thrilling turn of events at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Roger Penske's 54-year losing streak was broken as Felipe Nazar held off two-time defending race winner Tom Blomqvist in the final 45 minutes of the race. This victory marks Team Penske's first win at Daytona International Speedway since 1969. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about this historic win for Team Penske? Certainly, David. This win is a significant milestone for Team Penske especially since they restarted their sports car program in 2018. The team's only other overall win at the Rolex came in 1969, so this victory is a testament to their perseverance and dedication. Penske himself described it as one of the biggest wins they've had. What contributed to this victory? The winning lineup consisted of Nasser, Dane Cameron, Matt Campbell, and Indianapolis 500 winner Joseph Newgarden. The final 30 minutes of the race were particularly intense with Nasser and Blomqvist trading the lead. Nasser managed to regain the lead after the final pit stop and held onto it until the end. What does this win mean for Team Penske and Roger Penske in particular? This win is a major accomplishment for Team Penske and a personal triumph for Roger Penske. In the past eight months, Penske has won a record-extending 19th Indy 500 with New Garden's victory and claimed back-to-back -back NASCAR Cup titles. This win at Daytona adds another feather to his cap. And how did Joseph Newgarden contribute to this win? Newgarden, who has been asking Penske for years to drive Team Penske cars in other racing series, was a significant addition to the team. His experience and fresh perspective were valuable assets. He was able to adapt well and bring new ideas to the table, which proved beneficial for the team. That was Simply Sports reporter Abby providing insights into Team Penske's historic win at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow.